Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome, everyone. So glad that you're tuned in to Calvary Live today. I will be your host for this hour as you call in and ask questions and give your prayer requests. My name is Jeff Figgs. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley in northern Colorado. we got a beautiful day and uh, so blessed to be with you, to be a part of your life. And we need the fellowship. We need the encouragement. We need the edification and answers. And uh, we need to go to the throne of grace in time of need. So that's what this show is about. So I pray that you would consider calling in. The call-in number, as you just heard, is 303-690-3000. So give me a call and love to talk with you, love to pray with you. Uh, answer your questions the best I know how, and and we do that by going to the Word of God. And it's so wonderful to have the infallible, inspired, um, you know, Word of God, uh, inerrant Word of God that is before us, and from Genesis one one to Revelation twenty two twenty one. So I hope you can call. I pray that you would call and and let's talk about Jesus. Let's talk about the things that matter to you. This show is so needed, especially in the time in which we are in, because we cannot meet together uh, face-to-face as a congregation. We can meet in maybe 10 or less or very small groups or as we do like drive-through prayer, and we'll continue to do that. Uh, But we don't know when we can get back to uh, just meeting as a congregation. And uh, we had a conference call with the governor, and there wasn't a whole lot of guidance or answers to that. It seems like that they're going to keep those um, directives in place until the end of May and then perhaps open it up to small groups. But we'll see. Will you please pray? Uh, Because pastors need your prayer. And we're trying to figure this out. We're trying to to figure out what it is that we're going to do and how to minister to our congregation. And the online works, and it does. And I'm so grateful for modern technology. But we do long for fellowship, and so we want to uh, just be able to do that in a way that's peaceably, responsibly, safely, and uh, what the Scripture has to say uh, about us and and as we submit to governing authorities. So we need your guidance because uh, in 27 years of ministry that I've been in, uh, we have never had to face anything like this. And it can be frustrating. It can be, um, you know— uncertain, and we're all facing that in our lives right now uh, and in different areas and as we're approaching summer. But we need to hang on to the Lord. We need to keep our eyes on the Lord. And even as in my own devotion this morning that I was reminded as Paul writes to the Church of Colossae that he says, keep your eyes on the things above, not on the things of this world. Keep your eyes on Christ and he'll guide us. He will uh, provide for us. He wants to do a work in our lives. He wants to do a work in the church, but we need to be praying. So if you have any prayer needs, please give me a call at 303-690-3000. Or if you got any questions, love to just be able to, to go 
and look at the scriptures to see what the Lord has to say about the subject or the question that you have. And uh want to encourage you, want to bring comfort to you. We need that. want to edify you and, and uh, minister to you in any, any way that we can. As you know that there's another means for you to be able to ask a question or to give a prayer request, and that's through a dedicated text line. And so 720-336-0897, I believe that they still have that open 24-7 for uh, anyone who texts in a prayer request that the staff, the pastors uh, there at uh, Calvary Church in Aurora, where Grace FM originates from, that they will be taking those prayer requests and they will be responding and they will be giving it to a prayer team. And I think it's wonderful. So if you're anywhere in the country and you're able to text 720-336-0897, it is a dedicated text line that uh, 24-7 you can text in a prayer uh, request. For this next hour, uh, we will take those prayer requests and pray for you and any questions that you might have. But I'd love to talk with you. And, and um, you know, we, uh, we've been distanced. We've been isolated. Uh, so I really would appreciate the calls. Give me a call at 303-690-3000. Uh, well, welcome all of you. Grace FM along the Front Range in Colorado, Southern Wyoming. Uh, welcome to today's program. You're listening live. Uh, real time. And then those of you listening on the East Coast, uh, Hope FM or Truth FM, uh, that you are week delayed as you're listening to Calvary Live, uh, Refuge FM, other uh, places, uh, small radio stations uh, that you may be listening to. It is a week delayed, the program, but you can call. You can call in and, uh, and uh, you will be put through and uh, we'll have our conversation. We'll pray together as you desire, and then um, you can listen to it next week as it airs on your Christian radio station. And then also all the online listeners. I was looking at the map uh, that we have people that are listening from all over the country, from Arizona and Louisiana and Texas and Arkansas and and, uh, Kansas. Um, We welcome you. Uh, Washington and Oregon and in the Midwest and on the East Coast. We welcome you to today's program, even international listeners from Russia and Ukraine and South Africa. So glad that technology brings us together. And so you online, uh, you can call as well. And uh, 303-690-3000 is the number to call. We got all open lines right now. Grab one of those open lines, and let's um, just have a wonderful, wonderful uh, time here on Calvary Live talking about the things of the Lord and being encouraged and edified in the Lord, because we need that, don't we? We all need that, and we all have, you know, right now just feeling a little edgy and and uncertain about things. I'm sure a lot of us feeling that. We want to pray for you, for your needs. We want to encourage you, and listen, the Lord's still on the throne. He's still sovereign. And he's still working in our lives. Uh, matter of fact, as we go, people are texting in um, some uh, questions and prayer requests right now. One question is this. If God is sovereign, then why should we, we pray? And that's, I think, a, a good way to, um, to state that and to answer that. Because right now, a lot of people are wondering, should I pray? Does it do any good? And the Lord wants us to pray. Uh, It is true that God is sovereign over all things. We know that, uh, especially when you read Ephesians chapter 1, 
uh, but we must recognize that God has ordained us, uh, as he knows the end from the beginning, to pray. And we are to pray. Um, And he desires for us to pray um, for specific needs. Philippians chapter 4, we are to pray for others, intercede for them. Uh, So we are to be praying. And what should be included in our daily prayers is a number of components. We are to give Thanks to God for everything that we have, Ephesians chapter 5 and Colossians chapter 3. Uh, We should enter into his gates with thanksgiving, Psalm 100 and Psalm 95, verse 2. Um, We know that the praise of God should be on our lips. Uh, David was one that uh, would praise the Lord in Psalm 34 and Psalm 103. I was was thinking of some of those psalms, and uh, so we should constantly and continually be offering up uh, sacrifice of praise unto the Lord, and um, and we should also, you know, uh, confession is a part of prayer for wisdom, um, to say, Lord, you know, I confess these things. We know that if we confess, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, but to present our hearts before the Lord and say, Lord, search me and try me and see if there's any wicked way in me. We know that we are to play f- uh, for our supplications, again, Philippians chapter 4, that we don't have to be anxious for anything, but through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let our requests be known to God, and the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And we need that, don't we? We can get anxious and we can get fearful right now. And so be praying, give your supplication with thanksgiving to the Lord, and that's how we can come to that place of the peace of God that's guarding our hearts and our minds. And then if we need wisdom, he says, if you lack wisdom, ask of God and ask in faith, and and he will give us that wisdom because he desires to guide us and to direct us. So the question to uh, the one who texts in, why should we pray? Jesus said, ask, please ask that your joy may be full. So Jesus prayed to the Father. Um, We are to be praying, and we know that it's the vehicle in which God works. And and I was really blessed this afternoon because after the conference call to the governor and just kind of feeling, you know, what do we do and how do we uh, proceed in different things? I was out in the parking lot looking at it and just um, I noticed there was a young lady that was walking around the parking lot and um, I said hello to her and she was uh, praying. She was praying for the church and it blessed me so much she was prayer walking and and just praying for her church and our ministry, um, you know, directly. And it just blessed me so much and it encouraged me. And uh, so we are to be praying. God moves through prayer. There's power in prayer. And so we are to be praying. There's no doubt about it that that's the desire of the Lord that we are to be praying. He said there's great reward as we go into our closet and as we pray for others and uh, as we are praying to the Lord. Um, so uh, we are going to go to the phone lines. We've got a couple open lines. Again, grab one of those open lines, 303-690-3000. Hey, let's encourage each other. Let's be blessing the Lord. The text line again, 720-336-0897. And let's go to North Dakota where Amy is. Hi, Amy. Hi. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. God has given me another day to bless this earth. 
Yeah. So where in North Dakota are you calling from, if you don't mind me asking? A small town called Wapaton. Wapaton. Okay. Well, thank you for calling and for, for listening. You're welcome. So how, what can we do for you? Um, my fiancé is in the Fort Collins area, and he's been having some health issues. And I would just want right. God to touch him and heal the acid reflux and the other little things that are going on. Absolutely. Love to do that. And, Father, I thank you for Amy, who's listening from way up north in North Dakota and a little town. Um, and we just thank you that the technology brings us together and uh, where we can pray for her fiancé. Uh, we pray for his health. We pray that you would touch him and bring healing for the acid reflex, uh, which can be um, so, um, it can be um, just a real hindrance and, and um, a real problem. And, um, and I just pray that you bring healing to him, to his esophagus, to everything that it includes in that. And Lord, that um, he would be able to eat. He would be able to uh, be healthy. Lord, I just pray for Amy that you would bless her and that you would minister to her and uh, keep her safe and healthy up there in North Dakota. And I just thank you for her call. I just pray that you would work um, as we just pray for her fiancé in Fort Collins. You know who he is. You know where he's at. You know everything that's going on. So bring healing to him because you are the great physician. And you did say, ask, please ask, that your joy may be full. And we go to you asking in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. amen. God bless you. You too. Thank you. You have a great day. You too. Ah. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. And love to have you call. Um, and let's pray for those who are on your heart. Um, and let's um, pray for your needs. Let's pray for wisdom, whatever you might have. And we're here to answer your questions um, as well. So 303-690-3000, text line 720-336-0897. And so I'd love to talk to you. I want to read to you from the scriptures as we're waiting for callers. And uh, from Psalm 105, and I was reading this right before we went on the air. Uh, but we were talking about, as the question came in on the text line, uh, about... Uh, you know, uh, should we pray since God um, has um, is sovereign? He knows the end from the beginning. Um, and here the psalmist writes in Psalm 105 that, Oh, give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make need known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him, sing psalms to him, and talk of all his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. And let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord, seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his face evermore. Remember his marvelous works which he has done and his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. And so it's so wonderful to be able to give thanks to the Lord. And we as Christians, whatever it is that we go through, we can go through tremendous trials and we have needs and we can uh, feel uncertain, but we can be thankful because we belong to him and he loves us. We have uh, the spirit of adoption where we can cry out, Abba, Father. Uh, we have the promise of eternal life. That we have a glorious plan that we're a part of, that God's going to come for us. 
and receive us to himself, that where he is, we will be also. And that's why he told his disciples there in that upper room, he said, don't be troubled in your hearts. Believe in God. Believe also in me. And in my Father's house are many mansions that we know that he's with us and he desires to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. And so we can be thankful and we can talk of his marvelous deeds. And, you know, maybe you might be out there thinking, I need a miracle. I need a miracle of healing. I need a miracle of provision. And, And God is in the business. He can work miracles and we can go to him and ask. But the greatest miracle of all, always remember, is a changed heart a heart that is regenerated, a heart that is changed, born again by the Spirit of God as we have come to Him. And so we can give thanks and for His wonderful deeds that He has done, His wondrous works that He has done. And so I pray uh, that we would have that mindset of, Lord, I'm going to give you thanks always in all things. That's the will of God, as Paul would write to the church at Thessalonica. Hey, we got a couple open lines. Grab one of those open lines, 303-690-3000. We're going to go to Katie and Eaton. Hi, Katie. Hi, Pastor. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm really well. Thank you. Thank you now. Oh, it's good. <laughs> it's good to hear um, from you. Yes, I've been listening to you every day. I didn't catch the first part of the show. I did hear where you um, didn't have a conference call as a governor. I didn't know what, I don't know if you specified anything early that came out of no. that. But No, nothing, um, nothing, nothing real specific that came out of the call, and just we're going to have to stay course, and then later on, maybe in a couple of weeks, they'll have a better plan, but there wasn't anything specific for us. Yeah, well, I guess we'll, we'll do that then. Um, and, we're gonna, right. and we're going to pray. Yes, pray, 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 I, right? Yes, ahead, I did. I called in the uh, prayer request for particularly oil-filled workers up here in Weld County. They're um, they're really yeah. struggling. Uh, the oil industry as a whole is struggling, but there's so many people dependent on that up here in Weld County. And yeah. um, I know there's a lot of people in a lot of industries that are hurting, but oil field is in my family, and it's close to my heart, and so I just would like to raise that up specifically today if I could. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that we've done, Katie, and I just want to remind those uh, in Weld County, we've made some yard signs uh, that say, pray for Weld County. And um, and we've given a couple hundred of those away where people are putting them up in their yards. And the reason that we did that was because um, Weld County has been hit hard um in a couple different ways. We've been hit hard with the COVID-19 in the nursing homes with JBS, you know, um, uh, the plant in Greeley. um, And, um, you know, families have really gone through it. And, um, and, um, you know, the numbers have been high for COVID for, you know, our population um, is with the rest of the state. So we want to, um, uh, you know, um, be able to uh, pray for Weld County. We pray for the state. We pray for the nation. But also the oil industry is we've had a number of guys that I know uh, that have lost their jobs or their hours have been cut. And um, part of it is because of, um, you know, the policies that come out in the last year, but also because of the price wars uh, in the Middle East and with Russia 
And uh, so it's a difficult, difficult time, and we need to be praying. And, and Katie, one of the things that we're looking at is um, how is it that we can really get people praying here in Weld County and in the state and the church, and um, we want to encourage people to do that because um, God loves our state. He loves our nation. He loves Weld County. And the greatest need, of course, is to come to the gospel. Um, and we want to present the gospel, and but to also know that God cares for us. So, Father, I thank you for Katie. And um, we want to um, just lift up those who are in the oil field, um, the industry. We thank you for their hard work. We thank you that, um, that we have the resources to be able to drive our cars, to heat our homes. And um, I just pray that as... Um, there are those who have lost their jobs and families that are wondering how they're going to make it. Uh, I just pray that you be with those families. I pray that, uh, Lord, that you would provide for them. And, and Father, I just pray that you would just show them. And, Lord, at a time where it just seems like so dire that we don't have to lose hope because you are our hope, that you would provide that you would guide, that you would direct, help them find jobs in a time where the jobless uh, rate is very, very high, highest since the Great Depression. Lord, I just want to pray for all those who have lost jobs or that hours have been cut. And Lord, I just pray for your provision and your guidance that we can get this economy back, Lord. It's so important. And how to do that. So I pray for our leaders to guide us. Um, to be able to come up with a plan. We just pray, Lord, for your hand upon our nation and upon our state and upon our county. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you, Pastor. I appreciate that. I do have one of those. uh, Pastor Jesse brought me a, gave me a sign uh, when he brought that mask up a couple weeks ago. And uh, that probably a good half of my neighborhood of my block is oil fields. So, um, you know, that's neighbors and and friends, and that's close to home, and we see them every day and think, oh, my goodness. So I appreciate your prayer. And I appreciate your call, Katie. You know, one of the things that reminds me, Well County, and just for our listeners, it's a very special county because not only is the oil fields, but the, the farmers that are out right now planting and, um, and the dairy farms, you know, we, provide fuel for our cars and natural gas for heat. We uh, provide food for uh, our stores in every way and milk. And uh, I just am so appreciative of those who work the land and uh, so hard. And we are praying for you guys. And um, and uh, and uh, we're praying that uh, the, the Lord will just bless and show himself strong on our behalf in every way. So thank you, Katie. Appreciate it. Thank you, Pastor. Have a good rest of your day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you want one of those signs, we have them out in front of the church, and just look at our website. Uh, We're easy to find. We're just a couple blocks west of Texas Roadhouse, and if you're in the Greeley area, everybody knows where Texas Roadhouse is on 27th Street, and we got them sitting out front, and Pray for Well County. We got our website, calvarychapelgreeley.org, and we even got Grace FM uh, on it as well because I really feel strong that it's important that people have um, 
resources to continue to hear the Word of God and to continue to be blessed and encouraged. And that comes through Bible teaching and our online services that we're doing. And then also Grace FM, we're 24-7. I'm so thankful for this uh, radio station that's a powerful signal that gets all through Weld County. Weld County is a large county, 4,000 square miles, and it reaches to the panhandle of Nebraska. And we're all able to um, be able to uh, listen to wonderful Bible teaching 24-7 and this program, Calvary Live. So so I'd love for you to be able to um, listen to our online services, calvarychapelgreeley.org. Matter of fact, tomorrow night while I'm making the announcement, uh, we are going to be in the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah is being persecuted, and he says, I'm not going to speak anymore. But then he goes on to say that the Word of God burned in my heart. And, uh, and we are to be speaking. We are to be giving uh, truth and the gospel and uh, the message of the Lord to others. And sometimes people don't always like that. And, um, but be a voice, a voice of truth to others. And uh, so all lines are open right now. Um, give me a call at 303-690-3000. Also on Sunday mornings, we're going through Matthew, the Sermon on the Mount. So to remind you of that, um, and the Sermon on the Mount is the longest teaching of Jesus that we have in the Gospels, chapters 5, 6, and 7 of Matthew. So I know you'll be tremendously blessed. And then we're praying about how we can you know, just reach out to to you, our church, and to this community, Greeley and Weld County, and we're praying about some different things, and and uh, we want to be a light. We want to be salt. Jesus said, be salt and light, and that's what we want to continue to do. Hey, we got all open lines. Give me a call at 303-690-3000. Love to hear from you. I'd love for you to be able to call in and, and, um, and just um, just ask a question or receive prayer, we'll go to our text line, which is 720-336-0897. But somebody's asking prayer for their 21-year-old daughter, um, and um, she is uh, getting drawn out into the world, and that she would come to believe and love Jesus Christ. Father, we pray for this one. Once pray for her daughter, our young people, um, get pulled in so many different um, directions. And I just pray that um, that you would draw her to you. You know who she is. You know who's put in this prayer request. And, Lord, that uh, she would not uh, be involved in things that are destructive to her and uh, hurting her family, um, as indicated, uh, that she would know that she's not going to find true happiness and fulfillment in the world is going to be found by a hunger and thirst for you, Lord. And I just pray that you would open her eyes, that you would soften her heart, that you would draw her to yourself by your Holy Spirit, Lord, and that you would do that in every way. And, um, and Lord, just touch this young heart. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. You know, Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, we went over it, uh, the Beatitudes, which Beatitudes, it means, uh, it's from the Latin, which means how happy, how, you know, oh, how happy. And as you go through the Beatitudes, I believe there's eight of them when you begin to look at that. But he says some very important things to us in that. And 
He says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. It isn't, oh, I'm happy because I'm poor in spirit, but where the blessing comes in and how I am happy and it takes on the meaning of being fulfilled and satisfied is that when I realize that I am spiritually bankrupt, that uh, as I turn to Jesus and call out to him, ours is the kingdom of heaven. That's where the blessedness comes in. And same with, as he says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. And we can talk a little bit more about that after the break as we're coming up. But I do want to let you know that uh, we have open lines. And um, and let's see as I look at things. So love to do that. And uh, give me a call at 303-690-3000. Short break. We'll be right back. Stay tuned to Calvary Live. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. This is Jeff Biggs of Calvary Chapel Greeley in Northern Colorado. So glad to be with you on this Tuesday afternoon. I pray that you are healthy. I pray that you are well. I'm reminded of that old hymn, It Is Well With My Soul. And um, I pray that you are uplifted and encouraged. I I hope and pray that this show does that for you. And we want to encourage you in any way that we can. So if you got a prayer request or a question, give me a call. The call-in number is 303-690-3000. And we got two open lines. And I'd uh, love to talk with you. Got plenty of time for you to call and ask your question or give your prayer request. Really would love to hear from you. Um, tell me how you're doing, how the Lord's ministering to you, uh, what your prayer requests are, any questions that you've been thinking about uh, perhaps uh, over the last uh, days or weeks. We want to be able to encourage you and bless you in any way. Call in number 303-690-3000 and to remind you, uh, that this really is uh, your show, you the listener. You're the ones that make the show. So we want to um, just be a blessing to you. Um, let's go to BJ in Pennsylvania. Hi, BJ. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys out there in Pennsylvania? Good. The weather's great. It's uh, a nice, cool May. And um, I'm calling because I need prayer for my for completion of my sin and grace paper. It's a self-counseling paper, and it's all about a previous call that I have made to you about my roommate. I um okay. I did I did move three weeks ago. I had to move. Okay. So yeah, and uh, that's worked out great. I'm blessed that way. Good. But now good. I have to finish my paper facing <laughs> the sin and grace of that situation. <laughs> yeah, and y- you know, there's um, we always want to extend grace, and and I know that you wanted to do that, but sometimes, you know, the Lord um, has us to move out of a situation. He has us 
um, to, you know, uh, change directions. But, um, you know, and there are times where um, we need to protect ourselves as well. So, Father, I do pray. I, I just pray for BJ. I just pray for her paper that she has to finish on Sin and Grace. Uh, Lord, I do ask that you would just speak to her and through the Word. And, uh, Lord, that as she writes the paper, not only would it be for the academic reasons, but, Lord, also to minister to her. And I, and I thank you that you're providing for her. Um, and, Lord, you're you're working in her life. And, Lord, we just uh, continue to pray for this roommate um, that she had, that you would just minister to her, draw her to yourself, work in her life, that she would come to a place of completely just uh, surrendering to you and, Lord, looking to you. Lord, you can change any heart. You can heal any mind. And, Lord, we ask for that. So I just pray that you would just help BJ to just continue to uh, learn of you and more of your grace. And, Lord, provide for her, help her to finish this paper. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. And uh, happy anniversary. And uh, Thank you. You know, God bless you and your family, and thank you for that prayer. I really appreciate it. You bet, BJ. Be praying for you. Stay in touch, all right? Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000. We got an open line. Love to hear from you. Take your prayer requests. We're going to go out to Bennett, where Rick's on line two. Yeah. Hi, Rick. Yeah. How hey, are how you guys? Doing? Yeah, I just want Good, to call and, and just kind of say that, you know, we as Christians, you know, we've always got hope. And, you know, as long as we don't start falling back on on stuff and getting a negative attitude and stuff to where we lock up and don't look forward and look for God to, you know, help us out and get us through these things. I mean, um, I'm 62 years old. I remember the oil embargo and stuff when I suppose fuel would have been, by today's standard, would have went from, um, you know, what the price of gas is now, 2 or $3 a gallon, to about $20 a gallon in a matter of a month yeah. or two, and yeah. uh, which seemed pretty bad and stuff. But, but you know, I think there's always good stuff going on. I think kids are getting to know their parents, and people. there's a lot of people are starting to get an education on what's going on around them, and, and I think... Right. Uh, I think it's going to be a windfall for people coming to Christ. Um, I, you know, that's what my prayer is, Rick. That it is. I think. I think it's going to be when everything starts resuming and stuff. I think people are going to to know. You know, people have gotten so lax and stuff, and it just like they didn't need, and now all of a sudden they need everything. <laughs> you know, just, mm-hmm. yeah. um, it's all like it's all been taken away in a way. But we still live in a country that's very rich and very well to do um we ought to you know there's a lot of good things going on but like i say you know you, you see restaurants out there you know some of them are out there passing out uh um um things for the restaurant to their to the places and they're doing very well if they can get the you know the help to people to work to deliver yeah. the stuff and uh but yeah. you know if you it, take the it's, and it's you hard do times <laughs> Yeah, it's hard time, Rick, and it's challenging times. You know, you were talking about the the oil embargo. That was back in the seventies, I believe, under Nixon, and um, and I remember those days. You know, where gas went way up. Gas was around thirty cents a gallon, and it ended up going over a buck or so. But 
or two dollars. But you know, one of the things that I read from Spurgeon um, is that he said that if God's been faithful to us in six trials, He'll be faithful in the seventh. And that's what I want to remind people that the Lord's going to be faithful and. And it is challenging times, but it's so important that we keep our minds on the Lord. And we want to be informed. Uh, we're going to watch the news. We're going to you know, look at all of that. But I know for me, and I'll speak for me, that there's so much information out there that it can really begin to you know, agitate me, and it, it gets to be overwhelming. And even as I said earlier in the show, that we want to be ones that we keep our eyes on the things above, not on the things of this world. Of course, we're to be informed, and of course, we have opinions, and uh, we're concerned, and and we have questions. And there's nothing wrong with asking questions. But for me, the priority has been that I want to keep the Lord first and foremost, the priority in my life to look to Him, because this world is not our hope, and we belong to the kingdom of God and the Lord is our hope and he's our provider and he's our stability and he's our certainty. And um, I need to keep in that place of keeping my eyes on him. Plus in my ministry, I want to keep the Lord before the people because there's enough information out there that they don't need, you know, me to give them a whole lot of information that I'm reading the same thing they're reading and again, there's nothing wrong with that. But what they need is the comfort of the Lord, the encouragement of the Lord, the word of the Lord, the truth of the Lord. And um, and um, they, they need that, and people need that. They need truth. They need him uh, more than anything uh, because he is on the throne. And um, we are a blessed nation, but, you know, we're going through it. And it amazes me. On February 12th, I did a prophecy update that the stock market it was at its highest it hit um the you know 150th time uh, record high under you know the the current administration and record number of people at work the US economy there was none like it in the world more people working than ever before and now you know it was a month later that we saw the the largest single day uh you know, drop in the stock market, three of the most, you know, single day losses in a week in that same week, a month later, and millions of people out of work to where all of a sudden, I believe the last numbers I saw is over 33 million people uh, in the last two months out of work. That That's just astonishing. It's It amazes me. And it came on us so fast and so quickly. And And Jesus said, that we're to store up our treasures in heaven. And um, we're, you know, uh, because storing up your treasures here, rust, you know, comes and, and moths destroy, thieves break in. In other words, Jesus said it's uncertain. But store up your treasures in heaven. Wherever your uh, treasure is, that's where your heart's going to be. And I want to have my heart on the Lord and to have that before the Lord. So I appreciate it, Rick. Appreciate your time and reminders of listeners to keep focus on um, good things and on the Lord and be thankful to the Lord. Appreciate it. God bless you, Rick. We are the, the light. We are. 
We are the light. We're to be salt and light. We were just going over that in Sermon on the Mount on Sunday, so I appreciate it. Hey, let's go to Loveland. We got a couple open lines, and um, and let's go to Misty. Hi, Misty. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. What can we do for you? Um, I wanted to ask for some prayer for my sister. Um, she's battling a drug addiction that's been going on for quite some time now, and we've tried everything to help, and we really just are praying for her to have an encounter with the Lord and just really want her better. There's so much trauma involved, and yeah. kind of enough is enough. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm so sorry for that. And there always is when there's addictions and drug and alcohol addiction. And so, Father, I just I pray for Misty as she loves her sister and cares for her, cares enough to ask for prayer. And Lord, um, addiction to drugs and alcohol it's so it's so damaging, and it it brings so much hurt. Um, that's what sin does, what it does to our family members, what it does to um, our communities, what it does to our nation. And Lord, I just pray that her eyes, her sister's eyes would be opened up and that you give her the power to be freed from this bondage she's in, to be freed from the addiction that she has, bring healing to her. You're the one that can do that. That Lord, that... um that she would come to understand that fully that um, she's bringing so much hurt to not only herself, but to her family and to others. So, Lord, I pray that you would work, that you bring healing, that you bring um, conviction, that you bring restoration um, of every sort to this addiction. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome, Misty. Keep praying. Keep praying and don't stop praying for your sister, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. God bless you. You too. You know, uh, we got a couple open lines, and 303-690-3000 is the number to call, the call-in number. This is Jeff Figgs of Calvary Greeley in Northern Colorado with you. The text line is 720-336-0897. And the last you know, as many people call, and I'm so glad that they do for uh, those who have addictions or those who, you know, are, have gone off into the world. The thing about sin is it not only hurts us, but it just hurts a whole lot of people around us. It hurts families. It hurts um, people that are linked to those who are sinning in their lives. Um, and it hurts communities. It hurts a nation. Um, and we as Christians, one of the things that we have learned going through the book of Jeremiah is that we should look at sin and hate sin. We don't hate the sinner, but just hate sin, what it does, what it does to others and the harms that it brings to others. And so um, that's why it's a loving father that says, don't get involved with sin because it's going to hurt you and bring you into bondage. And it's going to bring despair and discouragement and defeat and even death. And so um, we just need to be reminded of that. Hey, we got a couple open lines. Let's go to Forrest in Greeley. Hey, Forrest, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? How's your family? 
They're doing great. They're doing great. So, <laughs> thanks for calling. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, my question regarding uh, lukewarm Christians and um, how it got speech about them and that they're people to them, like he would rather have them hot or cold. And my question is um, where that one, you know, that statement kind of uh, makes it when it and it makes it seem like it's a gray area of like, well, they're Christians, right? Where it's like either are they unbelievers or believers, you know what I mean? And um, and how, like, uh, let's say they've just acquired just beliefs from this world and stuff, and then yet they, um, you know, kind of they've backslid in, into ideas of this world, and yet they, you know what I mean? And so, like, how do you um, just address people like yeah. that? And yeah, and just that statement mm-hmm. too that Jesus says it's you know kind yeah. of. So he's he, as he was writing to the church at Laodicea, he was writing to a church that they thought they had need of nothing, and and that's the background of the church. They were a wealthy city. Uh, that's where the the Roman circus was from. Um, they um, said that we're rich. Jesus says, because you say I'm rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing, and you don't even know that you're wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. And and so he's rebuking them. He had nothing good to say about that church. And he says, because you are neither lukewarm, neither cold, nor hot, I'm about to vomit you out of my mouth, um, or I will vomit you out of my mouth. Laodicea is interesting for us that um, I was uh, saying earlier in the show that I was reading um, my devotion from the book of Colossians. That was a prison epistle that Paul wrote, 61-62 AD. And he also mentions in the book of Colossians an epistle to the church at Laodicea. And I would have loved to have seen that epistle. It's not in the canon of Scripture that Paul wrote, because I would have loved to have seen what he said to them. We do know that Jesus writes this letter to them some 35 years later at the end of the first century and says, you're lukewarm. And in Laodicea, they were uh, between Areopolis, and Areopolis is where they had hot springs. And so what they did in Laodicea is they made an aqueduct to bring that hot water into Laodicea. And by the time it got there, it was lukewarm. Um, also, there was refreshing water that they tried to bring in from some cool springs. And again, by the time it got to Laodicea for the summertime, it was lukewarm again. But it's kind of like, you know, when we take a drink, um, like coffee, it, you know, you want it hot. And if it's lukewarm, you want to just spew it out of your mouth. Um, if If milk, you want your milk to be cold. If it's just lukewarm milk, you want to spew it out. And Jesus says, you're neither, because you think you have no need of me. So he has his remnant of people that are there, because he says, to him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on the throne. Um, and he gives a promise to those who are true believers. Where exactly the line is, I don't know, but he does say this, and this is what's interesting, that he says, I stand at the door and knock, and that's a continual knocking. And if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him and him with me. 
So at least he wanted that intimate fellowship with them. He wanted them to be either hot or cold because you're lukewarm and you don't, you know, recognize your need for me. Um, there's a real problem that is here. And um, for Christians, it's so important for us to understand our need for Jesus Christ for salvation, but then also as we walk with him, our need for him um, every day to be surrendered to him and be submitted to him. And I think for us that during this time that we are in right now, that there are Christians that are realizing how much we do need the Lord because we can get into a place of self-reliance and we put our trust in to jobs or careers or you know whatever it may be and then all of a sudden those things are gone and and so we need to be reminded that we need him and to walk with him and to be fellowshiping with him open up the door of our hearts uh with him how do we deal with you know those who are liberal christians you know that um don't believe much in the bible well uh we do what jesus always did when whenever the the religious leaders tried to back him into a corner or ask a question, he would immediately take them to the Word of God. So what we do with anybody is we take people to the Word of God, we take them to the truth of the gospel, and we pray for people. That's what we do. And we pray that the Lord would touch their hearts and open up their eyes and draw them to himself, soften their hearts, and um, and they would come to know um, the truth of the scriptures, the truth of the gospel, and come to desire to follow him wholeheartedly and and to pick up their cross and deny themselves and and um and follow after him and and um you know that's what we do I don't know if that's kind of helps where you're going with all of that uh, yeah, but yeah, we that, need that definitely goes with um yeah what I was thinking about, and also just like how. You know, people are like, oh, I absolutely, absolutely believe in Jesus and that he died for my sins. But also there's, you know, certain passages of the Bible that I think, you know, people are like, oh, I think it's archaic and it's no longer applicable, you know, such as, right. um, like, there should be, um, yeah, just certain passages um, that um, they're like, oh, that's olden times, you know, like, we're, we should right. be able to have tattoos and stuff like that and, you know, a lot of other things and where. There should be um, female pastors that lead the entire church and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. where it's well, like, all well, right, like what's like? Well, there are certain know? things. Yeah, there are certain things that are, are you know, uh, issues of liberty um, that you know we can debate and stuff, whether it's tattoos or whatever. Um, but you know, when it comes to certain things that are very, very clear in the scriptures, you know. We know that very important verse is Second Timothy chapter three, that says that all Scripture is inspired by God, is God breathed, and it is profitable for doctrine, for correction, for reproof, for instruction in righteousness, that every man may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And with the inspiration that is God breathed, comes along with it is the infallibility of the Scriptures and the inerrancy of the Scripture. And what that means from Genesis 1-1 to Revelation 22-21 is that that the Scriptures are perfect, uh, that the Scriptures, there's no mistakes, that they are reliable, that we can trust the Scriptures, and um, and it is God-breathed from the Lord put to the page. And that's so important for 
um, for anyone to understand that, for Christians to believe that, because it does make a difference. Because people come along, like what you said, and say, well, the Bible's archaic, you know, it's old, it's uh, just written by men. No, this is God-breathed, put to the page, and it is profitable uh, in every way. Uh, to know truth, to know the gospel, to to walk with him. And um, and that's why it's important for us to know that. Um, so good points. But, you know, here's the thing for us, and you know this, about when we talk to somebody who, you know, says the scriptures are archaic, you know, and I believe that you can live any way that you want or whatever, is that we pray for them and we continue to, to be a light to them. And um, because... I've never argued anybody into the kingdom. There's places for discussions. There's places, you know, in a format for even debate and stuff. But the bottom line is, you know, is that person going to see the love of Jesus Christ and the truth of Jesus Christ being worked out in your life and to pray for them? Because the Holy Spirit has to do that work in their lives. And uh, and we can be an instrument to be used of the Lord but eventually, you know, it has to be the Lord that opens their eyes to the things of the Lord. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you, Pastor Biggs. I appreciate it. You bet. You guys take care. Okay, looking forward Alrighty. to seeing you again. Okay. All right, definitely. Yep. Have a good day. All right. You too. God bless you. We're coming to the end of the show. Oh, how I miss everybody. Just miss seeing the kids and families. And, and um, you know, I'm so... So long and when we can get together, but, you know, we can do it in small groups. We can do it in, you know, drive through and social distancing and having masks on. And I long for us to be able to do it like we did before March came along. But in the meantime, you know, stay connected to people. And I just want to remind you as we're getting close to the end of the show um, that the Lord is working and he wants to work in your life. And, Paul the Apostle, when he was in prison, and sometimes I feel like, kind of like we're in prison. He was under house arrest for two years in uh, Rome, but yet he still ministered. And he said to the Philippian church that my chains are for the furtherance of the gospel. And he said, those of the palace guard greet you. And he would write epistles to the churches, and we have four of them recorded in the New Testament, preserved for all eternity. There is such a blessing, Ephesians, that takes us to the heavenlies. Philippians, which the theme is joy, and we need joy right now. And um, and then there's Colossians that talks about the deity and divinity of Jesus Christ. And then that, that personal letter of Philemon, which is a great encouragement. But he also wrote other letters to churches, as I mentioned, to Laodicea, that we don't have in the canon of the Scripture. The other thing that he did is he would pray for the Christians. He says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, and I pray for you without ceasing or fervently pray for you. And we can pray for others. Pray for your pastors as they're trying to make decisions uh, moving forward and trying to make plans as we head into summer and how we can meet and how many and do it safely and responsibly. Um, and then we can share the gospel. Um with whoever is linked to us, family members, you know, and there have been those who have said that, you know, I'm really ministering to my kids, you know, and 
being able to have these discussions, whether they're adult kids or smaller, reading the Bible to them, or you're reading the Bible to your your grandchildren, um, enjoying that time with them. Um, and, and God is working and he wants to work. So I just want to encourage you in that. And I just want to pray for you right now as we end today's show. Father, I just pray for those, Lord, who are just going through just uh, anxiousness or whatever, that they would know that there is peace that you have to give to them. And we don't have to be anxious, but through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let our requests be known to you. And may the peace of God that passes understanding guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And we may not have understanding in everything that's going on right now, but you want to give us a peace that passes understanding. And Lord, provide for everyone. I pray that you protect us and keep us healthy, provide that you would um, strengthen our hearts and our families and help us to minister, to be salt and light. And even when we don't feel like it, even when we're down and discouraged, but Lord, you have something for us to do and you're going to see us through. And even as Charles Spurgeon said, that if you've been faithful through six trials, that you'll be faithful in the seventh. I pray you bless everyone here as we continue through our week as we get ready to head into summer. Lord, show yourself strong on our behalf in every way. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. Hey, I want to remind you that that dedicated text line is open 24-7 for you to text in a prayer request or prayer need. And pastors will be looking at that and passing it along to the prayer chain and uh, prayer team, 720-336. 0897. You hear the music. The hour goes by fast. God bless you, everyone. Stay close to the Lord. Keep looking to Him. Keep your eyes on the things above, not on the things of the world. Keep your eyes on Christ. So good good afternoon, good evening. Have a great rest of the day. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.